Hey everyone, Happy New Year. This is Michael Lutheran from Hollywood Hustle. Before we get started with our first episode of 2019, I just wanted to drop in real quick and remind you guys of radportfolios.com. There are our friends here on the show, and uh, if I know it's a new year, we all have resolutions. I know I certainly want to update my website well. If you're interested in updating your website too, consider checking out radportfolios.com. They are a website design company created by artists specifically for artists. They will create your website for you. They will do any of the updates uh, for you. So next time you book a commercial or a film or you've drafted a new script that you want to share with everyone, if you have a new song that you recorded, just send these guys the updates and they'll upload it to your website and make it look great, making sure that it reflects you. And they're offering our listeners a special discount with the code word HUSTLE at checkout. So you use the code word HUSTLE, H-U-S-T-L-E, and you'll get 50% off of all of these startup costs. And then you just have a monthly cost to pay for them to maintain and do any cool special updates to your website for you. So again, radportfolios.com. So you can start 2019 with an amazing website so you can get back to getting booked. All right, now on with the show. That would inspire another like viral thing. The Batman show. The Batman, <laughs> Batman uh, Begins show. Well, I, I feel like that's that's too obvious because there are people who actually walk around as Batman. But like, yes. <laughs> like, the, what was the Ryan Reynolds movie where he was trapped in a coffin? Oh, captured. Captured. So, like, d- did people go and, like, put themselves <laughs> underground? Like, in the a captured coffin? challenge. <laughs> the Can I survive in a coffin? Hey, bro. Could you do it? Dude, I'm going to do the capture challenge. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Oh, wait, this is a bad idea. <laughs> I'm going to do the demolition man challenge and, like, cryo-freeze myself for 20 years. And ne- and in the next episode of Hollywood Hustle, we talk about how Daniel drowned Michael Luther, I challenge you to the capture challenge. Hey. I challenge you to the demolition man t- challenge. challenge. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the first side hustle 2.0 of season three i am super excited as as you can hear i'm here with michael lutheran hello everyone happy new year happy 2019 it is 2019 2019. 2018 is in the rear view thank god yes and we are going forward into 2019 michael how was your holiday ah holiday was so nice i it took me about a week or so off the pod to actually relax yeah to to get used to like you don't have something to edit. <laughs> well, well, because it was not only that, but like I was working on things as well at the right. same time. I was in a show. So once that cleared up and I didn't have this either. Yeah. It was so nice. I'm sure. Yeah. Not not that I don't love you guys. Not that I don't love our, our community or anything, right. but it was just nice to kind of just focus on Anna Karen on life. Right. Did you have some good trips? and Oh, yeah. No, I went up to Northern California, uh, got to see my family and my niece. Uh even got a chance while I was up in Northern California to call uh, the groomsmen uh, assemble <laughs> like a few of the my groomsmen that are going to be my wedding. Uh, we were all able to get together with my brother and like start just planning like maybe bachelor party plans or You're planning without me. 
I was gonna let you know. I mean, you could have called me like conference no, meeting. I was gonna let you. And we were in an Irish pub, and it was it would just be it was loud. It was it was loud, and <laughs> we didn't have surround sound, and it was it was just gonna be. <laughs> we didn't have surround. What is that? I don't yeah, know. What that I don't means. know. It's just like it wouldn't be. Yeah, right. I didn't get signal. <laughs> but but best believe the best officiant will also be woot, woot. there. Hey, you know what? I I I'm that's one of the things I'm looking forward to the most in 2019 is staying up there and and marrying you guys because. Man, it's about time. It's it's about time, and like, it, it feels, feels like it's tomorrow. Well, see, that's weird. I was gonna say it feels like it's so far away, but oh, it's gonna come so quickly. No, that like for me, like I've had dreams where it's like the next day is the wedding. Is it the, and is the actor's ready. nightmare? It in is your the neck actors, and you don't remember your lines. Yeah, well, it's just like I don't have the money to pay for any of this yet. Like, what, what are you guys planning on doing? Yeah. Do you have like nothing's prepared? Nothing. You know, have nothing reserved. And it's like the wedding's today. What have you done? Oh God! Oh, God. Nobody's nothing. invited. <laughs> Nothing. Nobody's going to show I mean, up. I feel like I know enough theater people in this town. You could put some together. I could put something together. Yeah. Super last minute, but um, hopefully I don't have to. It'd do be a that. hell of a thing. Yeah, yeah, it would. Yeah, um, man, that's awesome. I'm glad and, you had a good trip. And I will say, uh, for anyone in Northern California who whoever plans to visit the city of San Francisco, I went up there mm-hmm. with my brother and sister and my fiance, and we went to a place, an establishment called the Church of Eight Wheels. Mm-hmm. It is a converted. Uh, chapel. Mm-hmm. It is like a cathedral, but converted into a roller rink. Oh, that is all pictures. Yeah. It's like yeah. And I, I posted it on my Instagram. You guys can follow me at Michael Lutheran. Michael Lutheran. But um, it was this amazing roller rink and the, the characters that were there, there, there are people that like you can tell are there every week, like yeah. perfecting their skills and they were smooth and it was funk night and there was dancing and I was almost falling, <laughs> but it was just so much fun. Well, I saw there's a, a picture of you and Anna, uh, Anna Karen holding hands. Yes. And I was like, are they holding hands because they're in love or because one of them's about to fall? <laughs> <laughs> she was trying to get rid of me. Like, <laughs> she kept trying to spin you out and spin throw, me you, out into throw oncoming you across traffic. the <laughs> Did y'all play the giant dice game? No. Uh, What's a giant dice game? Okay, so usually it's... For us non-official rink <laughs> I mean, aficionados. I, I'm a rink aficionado. Are you a uh, roller king? I'm a ro- Ooh. Uh, when I was a kid, they had this game where they had this giant fluffy dice and the referee or whatever would come out in the middle and you there would be numbers on the corners of the ring mm-hmm. and on the side. It was like one through six and you would pick a number and whosoever number was rolled got to stay on the rink. And so you, and it, it keeps going until one person's left on the rink and they, they win a prize. So let's say like it rolls at six, then all the people on six stay on the rink and everybody goes then it, there's music playing again and when the music stops it's like musical chairs almost sure when the music stops you pick another number and they roll again and whoever's at that number stays and so you just keep I mean, bringing it down I'm, i have no doubt that church of eight wheels does this <laughs> do they do some kind of communion-ish type thing it'd be awesome oh my god i i, I wish there was literally an angel like rolling around on that's the amazing rink. yeah it that's was, amazing it was incredible and if you're in san francisco looking for something fun to do Check it out. Check it out. Let us know what you think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, how was your weekend? Man, or it, not weekend. How was your holiday? It was It was kind of the same in a lot of ways. Like, it, it's so different because me and you do different things for the podcast separately. Um, you know, you you edit uh, a lot of the stuff. You you help uh, uh, a with lot with graphics. Yeah. And we do a lot of meetings during the year. You know, we do a lot of conversating about what's going on. So it was weird, like, not really having anything to talk about with you like in that sense like not that we can't have a conversation away from the podcast but it was just weird not like 
having to prep anything. Sure. And not having for me like on Tuesdays, because I still have like a reminder that's a weekly reminder to post the episode yeah. just in case I get busy or something. And so it would pop up and I'm like, I don't have anything to post like other than the two that we posted and then um, there is that stress bubble like I, yeah. I would get that as well like it's sunday night why am i not editing, <laughs> not editing. like getting your fingers are switching it's uh, monday night at 12 p.m or 12 a.m why am i not editing your laptop's like michael what's going on i didn't open my laptop like really probably open like two times maybe like maybe a couple yeah. times yeah yeah and, and it was just that was and, and it was but it was nice not doing really anything like i obviously i kept up with kind of our social media um, but that was really about it. And then until like the week before Chris, uh, I think we, for Christmas, I was like, okay, I need to start scheduling some stuff just for us to have interviews set sure. for this year. And so I started doing that and also started like reaching out to some people that we have listed, uh, just to reconnect with them about coming on and just be like, Hey, we're starting to schedule. I don't think we're ready to schedule you yet, but I just want to confirm you're still in for coming on. Sure. I mean, we did interview. Oh some, yeah. We uh, interviewed yes, Michael yeah. Kostroff. Absolutely. We interviewed Michael Kostroff, which is going to be a great interview that you're going to hear later on. But, uh, yeah, it was fun. Stayed home with the family. So nothing really big. Uh, my, my wife fell asleep at 1130 on new year's Eve. Uh, she almost <sighs> made it. She almost made it. So I celebrated new year's with my dog Griffin. Uh, still got kissed at New Year's just by Good. a dog. But uh, I, I've been, over the last weeks, I've been working at Mar Vista again. And uh, this is my last week uh, when we're recording this, my last week there uh, for this stint. Uh, but um, there is uh, rumors of a new position being made that hopefully that they may hopefully think about me for. Hey, so, there you go. Um, I mean, that, I'm super excited about that. This production company keeps calling, has called you back time and time again. They hit that Daniel button. Year. Yes, they hit the Daniel button. So hopefully... You know, I had someone today be shocked that I wasn't a full time person because I'm like, you're not full time. Like, nope, I'm just here whenever they need me. And I've probably spent a good at least a quarter of the year at Mar Vista this year. So dang. Yeah. Just well, back and forth, which has been great. It's been a great experience. I mean, positive vibes to you, man. I I hope they think of you for this for this role. Yeah, I, I mean, hope that I hope especially that, since they yeah. just created it and they know that you've yeah. been coming in. Well, there, I, it's it's in creation. They're still trying to they're still trying to have meetings about it to kind of figure out what the role would be and. Uh, I know there's been rumors some people are going to try to pitch me for it, hopefully, nice. which would be nice. But if not, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah. So, guys, just real quick, if you haven't been listening, you're kind of coming back or this is your first time listening. Uh, thank you. First of all, uh, make sure you share with your friends and let everybody know about the podcast. Uh, subscribe if you haven't. So you can always get our, our episodes every week. Um, we're changing things up this season where we uh, one of the one of the things which is funny because, you know, we're, we're going to talk about our uh, New Year's resolutions later. And one of the things I don't know if I told Michael about this, but I know some people usually use like a word to be like a theme for their resolution. Sure. And I didn't go into mind doing that, but it kind of a, a word kind of formed out of all the resolutions I put, and that was growth. And I feel like this, uh, some of the changes we're making for this show kind of represents that it's us growing as a podcast and as creatives in this in this kind of medium. And, you know, one of the things that's changing is we're going to be releasing our interviews in a biweekly schedule. So uh, it'll be every other week will be an interview episode or a team hustle. And the other weeks we are going to do our side hustles. Now, previously, when we started our side hustles at Michael took took the lead on back in 2018, which he did a fantastic job. He really made them what they were and, and, and did a fantastic job with them. Um, it was really just a preview of the upcoming episode. And it was Monday nights, or it came out Mondays, and then Tuesday would be the episode. Well, that was a lot of 
editing from Michael. Uh, and I felt I started feeling bad. So one of the things to help him out, especially with a wedding coming up, I know he's got a lot to plan. Yeah, um, just so, a few things. So one of the things I, I, I had pondered for a long time was splitting these up and basically making the side hustles a longer episode, about 30 to 45 minutes every other week where it's it's about our journey. So this is where you're going to hear more of what's going on with us. Uh, we're going to talk about different topics as a main kind of discussion of the episode. Uh, we may talk about a movie we've both seen. We may talk about an article we've read. We may talk about auditions, uh, auditions or, or, or job interviews. Absolutely. Or an interview or some kind of issue that's going on uh, in the industry. And in, if that if that's the case, we may try to find someone who has knowledge of that particular topic. And, uh, and, to and it would be a, a specific episode just about that. Just that, Yeah, just about that. So uh, we're really excited about those. We, we're going to always, one of the kind of staples that's going to be about these new side hustles, uh, we're going to always give our check-ins of what's going on with us. And it's being that they're every two weeks, there's more chances of actually good updates <laughs> than every week. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about uh, things that are inspiring our hustle, um, things we've read or people or music or movies or uh, a script or whatever that's inspiring us the, in the last two weeks. We're going to talk about that. Um, and, you know, we're also going to share our hustle support statements on this uh, on this episode and are on these episodes. So I'm really excited about this new thing. So uh, definitely look out for that. And then our regular episodes, we're really going to go more at the meat of the episodes a lot quicker. Yeah. We're, we're, we're oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, don't worry. We're still, you know, interviewing the actors, the filmmakers, the producers, the dancers, the Absolutely. acting coaches. We're not changing who things. we're interviewing at yeah. all. Yeah, and it's still about the the hustle and the how people thrive and survive in mm -hmm. this city of Los Angeles and beyond. Yeah, and we've already recorded so many fantastic interviews oh my just for this year alone. I can't I can't even wait to release them. They're yeah. so good, and and we have people that we're already scheduling to to talk to for future episodes. And one of the things we're doing is previously in our interviews, we would talk a lot about the beginning of their lives, like where they went to school and their parents and stuff like that. And we're going to cut that out of the interview portion. And it's going to be more of a narrative story we're going to tell in the opening where we kind of just give a rundown of who these people are to the point of them moving to Los Angeles. And that's where the interviews are going to start now is them coming to Los Angeles and really getting to the meat of what this podcast is supposed to be about. Yeah. And, you know, if for if for those of you who really enjoyed those beginning first parts, mm -hmm. don't worry there. I'm saving all of the raw interviews and maybe we'll release them later. Yeah. if We do a thing like Patreon uh, or something, something like, like that. Maybe. Maybe. But uh, the How important thing is, you know, I would love for you guys to tell your friends, uh, tell your family, tell artists that you know about this show. Uh, tell them about our Instagram. We always post some really great things on there, our Twitter, uh, just spread the word of the hustle. Um, and our theme really for this year is I am the hustle. It's to inspire you guys to realize the power that you have to get things done and to make whatever dream or passion you have come to, to light, come to your visions, come to reality. And so we want to inspire you to feel that passion, that inspiration. And, and one of the really cool things that I'm excited about with these specific side hustle episodes mm -hmm. is that these are, we're going to use these as a means to hold us, Daniel and I Absolutely. accountable uh, for our specific goals. And one of the things that Daniel and I have been talking about is the idea of challenges. Challenges. So I know there's many times where you're on your hustle and you're going, you're like, oh, well, I'm going to reach out to an agent. I need new representation. Yeah. And you it's one thing casually to say mention it. it yeah, yeah. It's, it's one thing to say it, but it's another thing to do it. Yeah. And I, I'm guilty of this. I know, Daniel, you're probably guilty yep. of this. And so I think with these hustle support challenges is 
we or hustle support challenge these eh. just challenges yeah it's it's to uh it's to call us to action it's another hustle challenge it's a hustle challenge hustle 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 Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. so you know but pretty much michael may mention something like like he said like you know i really want to try to get an agent this year and then i'll go you know michael i'm going to challenge you that within six months you're going to have Mel or within three months, you're going to have meld your, re- your resume and your headshot and all your stuff to at least five agents. Yeah. Or if it's by the next side hustle, mm. give me an update to, in terms of I want what you are yeah. doing. What, how have you progressed towards that goal? And, and I'm hoping that this can not only be a learning lesson for us, but also for you. Yeah. Uh, the Los Angeles in this entertainment industry, it's one big complicated mess. Yeah. And it's, you know, there's, as we all know, there's not one path forward. So, Hopefully these challenges will actually help teach us all. Yeah. And don't worry, Michael, there will still be a section where Michael will still give us a preview of our upcoming episode the next week. Uh, uh, it'll be pretty much in the same style. It's just going to be a part of this bigger uh, uh, monster that we're putting together. Uh, and then so that way, if you don't have still don't have time to listen to an hour, <laughs> hour and 15 minute episode, hour and 30 minute episode, you'll still get a nice idea and a good piece of the meat from that episode. I know there's also a lot of people out there who just really want to listen to our guests. Yeah. And so this gives, you know, you as a listener, the option you can listen mm-hmm. to our just special guests, right. Which are coming out every other week. Mm-hmm. If you more so prefer to hear about our journeys, yep. the side hustles are the things for you as well. Absolutely. So uh, let's get started. Yeah, uh, let's do it. So it's been a while since we've been here, so there's definitely some check-ins to do. L- update me on the, you know, you were working on so many things. Yeah, you know, um, you know re- regardless of Mar Vista, you, this 2018 was a year of creativity for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have a short that I wrote, like 10 minutes long, that I've talked about several times, that there's a uh, a wonderful YouTube show. Uh, it's also on an uh, app called S'mores, uh, called LA Happy, where these two wonderful women... Uh, uh, Pilar and Katina go to happy hours around LA and they talk about the drinks and show you the drinks and the menus. And it's really great. It's a great little food kind of show. And you even got to be on an episode, right? It hasn't no, come no, out yet. I haven't, I haven't recorded anything yet. Oh, gotcha. I haven't recorded anything with them. Um, but uh, we've talked about it. I think we're going to wait until they're able to do more than one person. So me and you can be on it together. Nice. Um, but uh, Pilar and Pilar is an actress and Katina is a writer and uh, they, we, I sent them the the script I wrote. They really enjoyed it. I thought Pilar was a really great part, for, uh, uh, fit fit for the the lead female role in it. It's a two part role or two part show. Um, and we're just we just need a guy. But uh, yeah, there's definitely plans. We we're gonna meet next week to um, uh, to start talking about it. But unfortunately, Katina has had kind of a tragedy in the family. Oh, um, oh gosh. Uh, and so we are. Uh, that's kind of on hold. Me and Pilar may still meet, but uh, hopefully, you know, we're not we're not cutting anything off. But I'm excited that we're, I'm hoping. I think we're going to try to uh, produce in February. Uh, it should only be like a two day shoot, if not one day. There you go. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm really excited about that. Uh, Mike, uh, I've been working with another short film that's a lot longer with uh, Mike Tobias, who's been on the show. Uh, we've really had a great time just discovering what this is as we've written it and how to make it better and, and really just develop it. And it's been a really great, uh, it's, it's great because, you know, as much, I love, you know, working with you and me and you've written on stuff, but it's awesome. It's always awesome. Like just to work, collaborate with, with someone else, else named Michael and it's completely yeah, <laughs> It's all Michaels. Um, but it's just a completely different yeah. way of doing things. And so it's been so fascinating, just really meld into that. And, um, but it's been great. We're almost done with the first draft. We're going to have a read through uh, sometime probably in February or March. 
uh, with some actors just so we can hear it uh, acted kind of acted out vocally. Um, so I'm really excited about that. But we've really done some really, really great self-discovery about it and what it is and who these characters are and uh, things like that. That's really exciting, man. And I th- I totally think that working with other people is a good thing. No, absolutely. Like, like you know, as much as I enjoy working with you, <laughs> I also, you've seen me throughout the course of our relationship, go off and work with other yeah. people. And it's you only grow, you, as an artist, you can only grow when you work with more artists. Right. It just gives you more tool sets yeah, and, and that more means ways to handle things. When you come back and we work and collaborate on right. something you'll take those experiences that you learned and then you apply it to oh, this new project. And that's, the, and that's the thing with Mikey. He, you know, he's so smart and has such a different view of the world. And he offers so, so much to this that it's stuff that I'm going to take like questions that he asked about the script and about the the theme and things like that, that I'm going to take on my future ventures with yeah. other people. You know, it's been I'm, great. I'm excited. And I, what I started meeting with Mikey towards the tail end of 2018 uh, for us, for me to give notes on a play he's writing on <laughs> right. on his own. And then f- he was kind of encouraging me to start writing uh, a play that's been in my head for years. And so he is a man of infinite knowledge and uh, he and he, he's approachable, yeah. which is so nice. And he just had a birthday. So happy birthday, Mikey. Happy birthday, Mike Tobias. Uh, and, you know, finally, like this is not really a catch up. I'm just really excited about 2019. I, I don't know what it is. I just feel like I am so pumped and I'm so just fired up to get things done and like do things this year. I mean, I think there is something to be said about having a clean slate. Yeah. And I mean, technically you shouldn't have to wait for it, for the theoretical washing of the year to happen, right. but it helps. It, like, it really does. I, it, I felt that same way the like past couple days. setting the clock. And it, it's like, part of me is just like, just really excited for the things to come and really fired up to get things done. Not just these other projects, but to really, like I said, grow as an artist and as a person and just do a lot of things that I think I've like kind of held back for a while. So I'm really excited about that and excited about 2019, but what's, what's been going on with you, man? What's What are you, what do you got? Yeah, man. Uh, since we last were on the podcast, giving major updates and stuff, I was in a show. He was, he was in a show. Yeah. I was in a production of it's a wonderful life, the radio play, um, mm. with my theater company, theater unleashed. And, uh, for those of you who know the holiday classic, It's a Wonderful Life, starring Jimmy Stewart and uh, Lionel Barrymore. You want the moon? Uh, this was not just a, a production of that story. Yeah. Um, this adaptation by Jim Martica was really smart, and it tells the story of a radio company in the 1940s, and the main character, his name is Michael, uh, owns this radio station. He's out of money, and the radio station is about to go broke, mm-hmm. and he is calling in a lot of favors, and pulls in all of his contacts to do one final radio play production of It's a Wonderful Life. And I did not play Michael, um, but I got to play the the antagonist of the story. Uh, his name was Clifton Logan. Uh, he was definitely the classic Hollywood actor of the silver screen, just flirting with women and thinking he owned the space, only to realize that is not the case. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, I also got to voice the roles of Mr. Potter, uh, and um, also Harry Bailey's or George Bailey's brother, Harry, and, and, and a few other roles. And it was so much fun mm-hmm. uh, for one doing a show in the holidays. It's been a long time since I did a holiday play, but also this was a role that is so different from who I am. Mm-hmm. And lately I feel like I've been cast for roles about uh, young men who are in love, who um, have to find a deep truth about themselves or something like that. And right. something tragic happens to that character. Right. And this is 
a holiday show. So it's nothing tragic is actually happening. And I got to play someone completely opposite of who I am. And, right. And I, you know me, I love being a character actor. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so I, I approached it that way. Um, and by the time we were halfway through rehearsals, I started going to um, our rehearsals in a suit because it just allowed me to walk differently. Better, yeah. And, you know, my character was very much kind of like a peacock, just always very alert. Right. Um, and it was also fun being in the 1940s and trying to do it a transatlantic yeah. dialect. You know, hey, it's, hey, it's, yes. it's a fake dialect that Hollywood created back in the 1930s and 40s to make people seem more higher class, but and, weren't and more dramatic. Hello. Yes. <laughs> and but then at the same time, you know, getting to be a voice actor and doing these crazy voices live on stage. It was a lot of fun. Nice, and uh, we got to do a special performance at the Muckenthaler uh, Cultural Center in Fullerton. Say that five times fast. Muckenthaler. No, I'm not even going to try. <laughs> um, and they liked it so much. It was, it was such a success that they're inviting us back in July. Oh, for fantastic. like a Christmas in July so nice. event. And we're going to be the headlining show. Oh, that's awesome. But yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, what else happened? Oh, d- so during the Christmas holiday, one of the gifts that I got for my sister was a year subscription to Skillshare.com. Skillshare.com. Now we learn are, a new skill that you can share. Yes, we're not um, by any means sponsored by Skillshare not at all, but yet. we are more than open to it. Yes, definitely open to it. Um, but I'm really excited. No, Skillshare is so awesome. And um, you know, we've I think we've talked about it on mm-hmm. numerous occasions. I know many YouTube channels uh, we follow mm-hmm. kind of have links to it. Yeah. Um, but essentially, it is a, a an education website where you yeah. go and you know for audio production, uh, Photoshop, any of these skills that you've been wanting to learn, they have entire video courses. It's it's, it's like a YouTube for DIY. Yes. You you can find things about uh, people giving classes about finance, about creative stuff, about organization, self-help, social media. I mean, you can find anything and they have like their own Skillshare productions and they'll invite people to come in and do like kind of professional videos like uh, our former guest Brian Brian uh, G. Peters. Yeah, Brian G. Peters from Buffer has done two videos for them uh, through Buffer, sponsored by Buffer and they're they're really well made and then you have people that have done really well made videos and then you have some that are a little again it's like youtube yeah uh but it's really it's a really great place to take a look and i there's social media stuff that i've learned from that that site that i've watched yeah and i'm just really excited because longtime listeners know um my my daily hustle the one that i that keeps me afloat here in los angeles that pays the bills my thrival job is uh, i work in a doctor's office i've worked there for almost seven years and it pays the bills, it pays the bills, but I'm at that time in my life where I really want to start doing what I love. Mm-hmm. Or, and I know that acting is a very um, come and go uh, type of business. So if I can find something else that, you know, fulfills me mm-hmm. and sustains me at the right. same time, I'd like to do that. And so I'm I'm ready to start educating myself and to finally stop saying oh i want a different job i want a different job but actually now go out and pursue it absolutely i'm so, i'm excited for you man uh, keep us updated yeah we'll do and then uh final thing it was not only did i do a show but i also booked myself a headshot session Yay! um and towards the tail end of 2018 uh met with good friend of the podcast eric carroll eric carroll he also did our family photos this, this and he, he and he does all of my headshots eric carroll photography check him out He's awesome. uh, shameless plug yeah. um but had such a great time with him and this time more than others i really felt free to mm-hmm. just be me and it's obvious like the photos are great and i i, I see that i see a little more of this freshness mm-hmm. coming from it. it doesn't feel like 
another headshot session. It looks like I'm I'm really going for something. Well, I think there, especially in LA, there's such an urge to like you have to be this thing and this thing and right. you know. And for once, I was finally like, I'm just going to be me. Yeah, I'm going to be a guy who is engaged to marry the love of his life, and I want pictures that reflect that. Mm-hmm. Um, I want someone to show a likable guy and also some different sides of yeah. who I am. And I also had some fun, and I can't <laughs> wait to share some of those fun he, characters. He had some fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I decided to turn like because I do a lot of comedy. Everyone always thinks of me as doing comedy, so mm. I did some character shots that. Uh, I think reflect that a little bit. <laughs> Just um, a little bit. Yeah. So I'm, I still need to pick some, those final headshots, but uh, I was busy yeah. towards the tail end of 2018. That's awesome, man. That's exciting. Yeah. Now, you know, so one of the things that kind of a new thing, like I said at the beginning that we're going to talk about are things that are kind of inspiring us, uh, uh, inspiring our hustle or just inspiring our daily lives. Um, so one of the things that's really inspired me the last few weeks, I read a book called Bored and Brilliant. And it's by uh, a journalist who um, had her first kid right before the first iPhone came out. And she she even says, like, I'm a more second generation uh, person. So she's like, I didn't buy it. And she's like, my kid was very colicky. And he the only way I could get him to go to sleep a lot of times was by give, going on walks with him. And so she didn't have like an iPhone. She didn't have a smartphone to text and like play games on or listen to music to be distracted yeah, to by be distracted by. So she would just walk in silence with her kid around the neighborhood. And she found like herself really being inspired during those times and really like coming up with some of her most creative ideas uh, during this like maternity leave. And as time went on, she got a smartphone. She found a game on the smartphone that she really loved and got into that smartphone culture. And one day she kind of asked her, like she realized she wasn't creating as much uh, ideas and new ventures for herself as she was back when she didn't have this phone. Have that distraction. Sure. And so the book is kind of she started a show about technology. And one of the things they did on this show was called the Bored and Brilliant Challenge. And each week was a different progression to a point of giving up your phone for like a whole day. And so like the first one of the first things was like, uh, don't take a picture today. Don't take any pictures on your phone. Just live in all the moments. Um, Another one was like, delete the app that you can't live without (laughs) on your phone Um, and and stuff like that to a point of just leaving your phone at home for a day and make sure you let people know that maybe need to try to get a hold of you, but leave your phone at home. Sure. And and it deals also goes in a lot of like just getting away from the noise of that stuff and just letting yourself be bored. And letting your, you know, people see boredom as a bad thing, but actually most people's most creative things come when they're, when they have nothing else to do and they're yeah. just think in their own head. It, it causes you to create your own movie in your head. Absolutely. And she talks about video games and like World of Warcraft and like kind of those kind of things that distract people. Um, there's one guy she talks about who was a computer programmer who would, when his wife went to bed around nine o'clock or 10 o'clock, he would get on and play uh, Overwatch and he would play it and play it. And he'd be like, I'm going to go to bed at midnight, one o'clock. He's still playing it. two o'clock. He's still playing it. So it got to the point where he found himself like up to like four in the morning playing it. And he had to get up at six o'clock to go to work. And so he because he's a tech guy, he basically built a program on his computer that had like a huge like 50, 50 letter password that would shut his computer off at midnight. And he wouldn't be able to turn it back on without that password. 
and he split the password into five different pieces of paper and put them in places that would be very inconvenient to go to at midnight. So he put like one in his office. Uh, His wife is like a very light sleeper. So he put one like in her uh, dresser right by her table, right where she sleeps. Cause he knows if he tries to open that drawer, she's going to wake up. She's going to wake up. And so he, and he's like, it worked. Like it got me to break that addiction. And so it's real. And she even interviews the guy who created the app that she was addicted to. Hmm. And it's a gaming app. And it's a really interesting interview. I, I did the audio book. So you hear the interview and it's it's really fascinating and and how he perceives what he does. And it's it's really great. Sure. I mean, I'm sure many people listening on the to this podcast right now are the using phones. their phones <laughs> yeah. and stuff. But I that's such a interesting way to look at it, because I do think it is an addiction. Yeah. I think and a lot of studies have shown that the way that people's brains on MRIs mm-hmm. look on functional MRIs, right. it looks very similar to those who have ADHD. No, absolutely. And that's, and it talks about, she talks about like the rise of ADHD mm-hmm. uh, cases because of, as technology changes. Ooh, wow. And so um, are you going to try it? I, you know, I've, 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 I've looked at it at one of the, I'm just being more aware of me being on my phone. Yeah. Like when I'm around other people, when I'm in groups or at home, um, I found myself like just putting my phone on a dresser and like walking away from it for a little bit and not checking anything and not feeling like I have to check Twitter or Instagram every, every five minutes and just making sure like being with my kid and not on the phone and ignoring him. Like it's stuff like that, that I think like you don't have to go so far as like give up your phone, hmm. but just not being on it and just giving yourself freedom to get away from it and just all technology. And that's really where, and, and one of the things, you know, she talks about is like, there are games that, you know, are, are you, uh, that are used to help people who have some sort of disability and, and anxiety issues, which is great, but there's games, you know, that are, that say like, it'll help your brain be, increase your brain power <laughs> and focus. And they've shown like, they've done studies with that. They, they don't work. They don't actually improve your brain focus and stuff like that. So it's just a really interesting book. I, and I, I think highly being aware it. of it is just yeah. It's so a, it's a great book. She writes it. It's got it's it's just really well done. Uh, highly suggested. Bored and brilliant. Um, it's really great. Um, another thing that's inspired me. I think I've mentioned it before. Um, I've been doing some collaboration stuff with a guy who has a YouTube channel called Brandon Does Everything. Is his, cha- uh, his channel? His name is Brandon Collymore. Um, he lives in Georgia. I know he's talked about moving to Los Angeles. He used to live here. They moved to Georgia because his mom got a job there. And he's talked about moving back. Uh, he actually wants to be an actor. Um, he's recently started submitting to stuff. And he, oh, he's, great. He was in like three short films right before the end of the year. Um, so he's doing really well. <laughs> and he was also in a music video. So he's doing some really cool stuff. Um, but uh, he, a lot of his stuff is focused on like, uh, it's, it's a gaming channel. Uh, I know this new year he's going to try to do more vlogging and some different types, some skits and stuff also. But uh, one of his biggest things is like wrestling and I'm a big wrestling fan. And so he has like a wrestling game type series that he's doing that I'm helping him with, with stories and stuff like that. And he's really actually just, and I told him today that I was going to give him a shout out. Like he's really just inspired me with his hustle on this channel. Mm-hmm. Like it's just him. And he's, he, he now has over 150,000 followers um, I think he said in, in the last year he gained 67,000 subscribers wow. and he has, like, and it's all on YouTube. Yeah. It's all on YouTube. He has a ton of merchandise. We need to get on just, YouTube. Right. No, no. <laughs> and it's just, but it's just inspiring to see like, he doesn't let things get him down. He actually had no internet for like three months at the end of the year because of a hurricane. 
and he still stayed positive. And I think that was the time he really started submitting again mm-hmm. for like films and stuff was during that time because he couldn't really do any upload. Sure, or of course. And so it's just I, I really respect his hustle and his drive to build his own brand. And like I said, he has merchandise that he's designed and put together. And it's it's really inspiring to see someone really pave their own path. Nice. And uh, and so it's been really cool just getting to know him and working with him. And and I'm hoping and me and him have talked about doing more hopefully together uh, in 2019 outside of the wrestling stuff. Um, and then finally, the last thing that's kind of inspiring me uh, is a playlist on Spotify I discovered called Acoustic Covers. And it is fantastic. I love acoustic covers of songs. And I, I think my favorite thing about them is it takes away like the production. Sure. And it's just the, a guitar or a piano and vocals. And I think lyrics and, and themes and messages get lost in just the noise mm-hmm. of a lot of songs. Or if it's like a dance number, like you, you just, realize that it's all just chorus. Yeah, it's all just nothing. And so the, you know, these acoustic covers give people a, a chance to do some mashups. Uh, there's different ways of presenting a song where maybe the theme even changes by the way it's sung. Uh, or if like a guy usually singing sings it, it's a girl, and so it has kind of a whole different meaning. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a great cover of Blank Spaces. Uh, it's actually a mashup of Blank Spaces by Taylor Swift and Stand by Me. That's like a live uh, acoustic uh, set by Imagine Dragons. Ooh, nice! In it, that's really great. Uh, there's a wonderful, which I'm pretty sure I've just heard a great acoustic version of Hey Ya. That's in it, mm-hmm. um, and just a lot of different songs. And I'm a big music guy, and it just I don't know listening to it just kind of calms me. And it it just almost like I start thinking of scripts and scenes and and ideas Mm -hmm. with the music. And so that's been something that's really been inspiring me. How about you, man? What's inspiring you, buddy? Well, first of all, I just want to remind people that's bored and brilliant. brilliant. Please let us know if you take on the challenge, any kind of challenge. challenge. Or if you read the book, let us know what you think. Uh, Brandon does everything. If you like gaming channels on YouTube or wrestling Definitely check him out. He also does he does everything. He does quizzes and he does a lot of stuff. So check him out. He's a good dude. Uh, he he definitely deserves people's support. Nice. And then uh, the acoustic covers playlist on Spotify. Ooh, acoustic covers. So for me, I kind of said one of mine earlier, um, but I guess this would be a chance for me to talk about what I plan on using Skillshare for. Mm. Um, I am very much interested in building this podcast more. I am looking into further development in terms of production, in terms of um, just strengthening the podcast from like a production standpoint. Absolutely. But one of the avenues that I'm interested in applying for in terms of jobs and employment is podcasting. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like producing production, producing production. And, you know, if I love doing Hollywood Hustle a lot and if there's a way that I could have an income, a source of income doing this to help others. That would be great. Absolutely. And so um, at least for the first quarter of this year, I plan on uh, taking a lot of audio production. Um, so that's one thing that I'm really like in terms of getting really excited for 2019. I'm really excited about Skillshare. Um, next, um, you talked about a playlist on Spotify, one that I keep going to all the time. It's called Deep Focus. I listened to that today after I read your thing. I'm sure it, I, I could see why it, it could be hit or miss for some, <laughs> but for me, it's super calming no that that's the thing is like it's 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 very meditative yes like you can like if you just want some sound but you don't want like just it's just fo- it can focus you yeah it all if you're someone who like while you're writing something or just to relax or just to relax or if you're trying to meditate but you need something to just guide you 
I highly suggest deep focus playlist on Spotify. Um, it's what I normally journal to, um, lately and it, it just calms me. I can, I can see some in journaling to that. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's, as the name suggests, deep focus, it deep helps focus. super deep, deep focus. focus. Yes. <laughs> and then, uh, finally, um, I've been listening to audiobooks more. I, I, you know, subscribed to Audible and having a great time with it. I'm listening to Jenna Fisher's uh, Actor Survival so Guide, good. which is what, like, that's what caused me to reach out to Eric Carroll and like, hey, man, I'm finally ready. Let's do this. I got the book copy of that for Christmas, by the way. Also. So did I. So, it's, yeah, yeah. it's sitting there right here on my table. Yeah, yeah. When yeah. Did who gave it to you? But I also, oh, I wonder who gave it to <laughs> me. But I also listened to it. Right. Um, but one of the other things I'm making sure that, I do more of is listening to things that are not connected necessarily to just entertainment no, or yeah. actor hustle and stuff. And uh, one of the entertainers that I really enjoy is Trevor Noah mm-hmm. from the daily show and listening to his audiobook, Um, it is called let born me, a crime. Uh, yes. Born a crime. Uh, it is eye opening to hear how he has truly lifted himself out of a terrible situation and how he learned from it. And one of the things that, Really, like, I had to pause and, like, think about it for a couple minutes was when he's talking about the power of language. Because mm. um, anyone who's familiar with Trevor Noah, he is from South Africa. Um, and he grew up during apartheid. Mm-hmm. Uh, his father was white. His mother uh, was African. Um, and one of the ways that she navigated his life, being this child who's technically illegal by birth, mm-hmm. um, is teaching him different languages, Mm. but essentially how he used that to his benefit. Like Mm. he would be walking uh, through the uh, streets and he would hear some guys talking in one native language, talking about jumping him. Mm -hmm. And then he would respond back in their language. And immediately they were like, Oh no, never mind. Yo, I thought you were someone else. (laughs) Yeah. You're one of us. And how people use language as a means to sort people Mm -hmm. and, and how, you know, the moment you hear someone speak like you, you immediately feel um, inherently connected mm-hmm. to them. Whereas if someone speaks differently, there is that, oh, it's an us and them. Right. Um, so he really is talking about language and the right. power of that. If, if I can real quick, yeah. one of the things I, I've watched a few of his stand-up specials on Netflix and I love his stand-up because it always really ends with a message. Yeah. Like all his stand-ups really have like a really interesting message as it goes through. And one of the things he talks about, he talks about his mom and his dad. Patricia, yeah. And like his mom had to pretend to be the maid yeah. and like dress up as the maid to come to their house or to his, his dad's house because they couldn't live together. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, there's a, there's crazy. another section in the book where he talks about how her mom has to act like she is kind of the help. Yeah. That, yeah. That she has to, she has to tell him like, oh, you should make sure you t- to tell your mom that and not making sure that he's not linking her in that situation. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just powerful. And if you, and, but it's also hilarious. Like there are times, uh, when he finds the humor in such a random, uh, otherwise serious situation, but it's just like, it kind of shows his spirit of like, Mm -hmm. he's always looking for the best in people. Right. He's always looking for the better solution. Right. Um, so I'm really enjoying that right now. Um, (laughs) there was one weekend where I listened to like six hours, because I went in and did some work over the weekend and right. just, and I got one of my badges on audible, like, Ooh, weekend warrior <laughs> taken care of. Um, nice. so yes, that is born a crime by Trevor Noah. Nice. Very w- cool. Man. Read it or listen to it. 
It's amazing. Absolutely. Uh, you know, one of the coolest things that kind of happened here at the end of the year <clears throat> is uh, a, a listener who's been super supportive of us over the last year, Ashley Hassan. Um, uh, uh, she basically tweeted like that we were her favorite podcast of like 2018. And like to hear somebody like say that is yeah weird and amazing and great and uh humbling um and she is she's been so kind she's written us and 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 you know i've talked to other people who have listened to our show and just the feedback we've gotten over the last year has been amazing and and you know we want to thank everyone for listening over the last two years a year and a half um we're excited about this season i see a lot of growth for us this season but uh, I just want to give a shout out to Ashley. We appreciate you. Yeah, thank you, Ashley. Uh, thank you, thank you. And the love and support you show us. And it, it means more than we can say. I mean, my, I know Michael even said there's no words that can truly express uh, how thankful we are. I mean, what I will just say is that Ashley has discovered through listening to our show uh, that her gift again in writing. Yeah. And she has uh, personally shared poems with us that she has started working on and everything and that is more than anything what i hope people can take from this show i know she had a she had a rough year and 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 but she's persevered through it and i'm i'm super proud of her uh she dealt with a lot this last year and and i think she's found a community uh with like sirens and some other shows and people that love those shows and she has her own podcast now for Mm -hmm. the show sirens and so i'm really excited for her and and i know a, a lot of other people who are, are finding their creative uh, 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 vibe and their creative engine again. And, and that's, that's, it's just awesome. Yeah. It's super awesome. Thank you guys so much for joining us. It's a, we, we put so much hours and work and sweat and blood and tears into mm-hmm. this show. And you know, there's sometimes you think, what is it all for? And then you get a message like that yeah. uh, from Ashley. And it, it just, it makes everything of why we do what we do that right. much more work. and it wasn't like she didn't even i don't even think she tagged us in the tweet it was just she tagged la our, our twitter la Hasselcast, uh but that's it and it, it was so it wasn't like hey guys look at me it was just her, her being honest and yeah and that was that's more than you can ask for um but it is 2019 it's a new year and as of this recording it is january 2nd it's so january daniel 2nd. What are your New Year's resolutions? Well I, well, I was going to ask you, I talked to you about doing these New Year's resolutions, and there's something a lot of people do called the, the 19 of 2019. Last year, it was the 18 of 2018. Mm-hmm. So next year, will be the 20 of 20. Um, and so basically, you come up with 19 resolutions. Like I said, you can pick a word that really explains it. Um, was it hard for you to come up with your 19 resolutions? What I focused on this year more than any year previous was... I wanted to focus on things that I can do, mm. but not focus on results, if that makes okay. sense. Like yeah. I've in years past would say, I want to book three television shows. I want to book an agent. I want right. like specific certain results right. that I ultimately have no control over. Exactly. And that is the key thing um, that I found with when I was forming these resolutions or right. these goals was that like, I need to let go of whatever specific destination I'm hoping I land Mm -hmm. because more likely than not, I'm going to land somewhere different. And I'm so excited for whatever my my path leads to. Right. But I'm at this point now in my life and in my career where I am only in control of myself. And so I need to start focusing on actions Mm -hmm. versus results to strive towards. Well, you know, there's there's a really great podcast called Happier in Hollywood. Uh, which is hosted by two television writers. They actually have their own show coming out called The Fix uh, coming out soon that they 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 created with uh, um, 
Marsha, uh, is Marsha Harden? Marsha, uh, the, she was the lead prosecutor in the OJ Simpson case. Like oh, she, wow. she, oh, Marsha Clark. Yeah. Marsha Clark. She actually helped create the show. It was her and they, she got them on board and stuff. And, uh, one of the people, they have a really great and active Facebook group and somebody posted some kind of like just tips for people, uh, for their resolutions, which I, a lot of them I think are really great. Uh, one of them is specific, uh, being specific. Uh, don't just say, I want to listen better or I want to read more. Like if you say, you know, you want to write in a journal more then maybe it's, I want to write in my journal once a week. And so being specific and detailing it out makes it easier to achieve than mm-hmm. just some vague, I want to write. Yeah. And it's like, well, okay. I want to work out. Yeah. I, I, I want to lose out. weight. Yeah. It's, it's not specific enough. You need If you're going to do it, it needs to have drive. Um, another really good one, which you just kind of brought up was picking uh, resolutions that you control. Yes. Um, she, one of the examples they put was, I want to get into this school. And somebody's like, well, that's not up to you. That's up to the school. Yeah, you have to apply. Yeah. So that was like that was a suggestion. Like, your goal should be, I want to apply to this school. Mm-hmm. That is up to you. Um, so I thought that was a really cool thing. Like, just because I don't think about that yeah. when you're writing it. It's like, is this up to you or is this up to somebody else? Yeah, and I think there is more power in coming up with specific actions mm-hmm. as opposed to by saying, I want to book a movie with Steven Spielberg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just by making that my new year's resolution does not mean it will, that will make it. So no, absolutely. And uh, one of the other ones I really took to heart was doing small one time resolutions too. Mm-hmm. So not just all of them are like, I want to finish eight books by the end of the year. One of them is maybe I want to go to this restaurant. And so all you have to do is go to that restaurant and you've achieved a resolution. Nice. And you know, and yeah, then, have some fun ones. Right. And that was another thing was like, don't just make it all like business or health. Have a fun one. Like I want to go to Palm Palm Beach by you know the Palm Palm Desert by yeah. the end of the year. So like have fun resolutions in there, not just like hard work, yeah, uh, healthy ones. So Michael and I came up with these nineteen. We're not going to give all nineteen because that would take forever. <laughs> yes. So we've kind of picked a uh, ten to talk about and share uh, real quickly, and we'll post the whole list, our whole list, on our Instagram uh, later this week uh, or after this episode comes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Michael, do you want to go first with yeah. one of your first ones? Yeah, sure. And so you split them between personal and professional, right? Yes, I, I had, or what I said, creative and personal. Creative. So are you, which one are you going to do? Which I'm going to, I'm going to focus on creative first. First, okay, great. So, uh, first one, uh, make final headshot choices from my recent photo shoot by end of January. Oh, that's a good one, man. Uh, and it's, it's, it's easy. It's, I can get it out, out, you know, cross it off my list by the end of the month. Right, and, nice. and, uh, and I, and I'm going to be excited about that. I've already got a couple choices, but you know, that's something that I can, I know I can do this mm. month. So, uh, my first one on my, I'm going to, since you're doing creative, I'll do yeah. professional first too, um, is learn more about the active work of being a producer. Yeah. Uh, and so I've been doing a lot of Googling for books. I've talked to some people who are, have produced things before. And I'm just trying to learn kind of what is the job, like specific jobs of mm-hmm. a producer and like, what would I be in charge of? Uh, uh, what are the things I need to be aware of as a producer uh, of even a short film? Um, what, you know, what documents do I need to have prepped? And <laughs> who do I need to call? And what insurance do I need to have? And get just really finding out what it is to be a producer. Um, would you, do you think you would re- maybe reach out to either guests of the show or people that you know that are producing work and say, hey, if you need anyone, can you include me as an an associate producer? I haven't or? done that, but I've definitely talked to people about just like sitting down and just you know picking their brain. And uh, I'll get to 
what you just said a little, a little in a little okay. bit. Uh, but I've definitely, I, I've reached out to people who have produced and just been like, can you just kind of just tell me what it is and yeah. what you do and, and all the hats you wear as that. Just sure. I want to learn more about it. Okay. Uh, my next one, uh, to go through recent uh, material that I've filmed over the past two years and pick moments to include in my acting reel and then similarly find outdated material that's in my current reel take it out Mm -hmm. um it's so easy as an actor in los angeles to there's so much pressure on you to have a reel so you go and you get a reel and then you keep on working and you forget to update the reel and of course there's a there's financial cost to this i I will gladly reach out to one of my friends who's an editor and ask them to help me update it right but um it's it's all about getting back to the business Mm -hmm. for me now i just realized what the one i was about to do uh, is a little more on the relies on someone else side. And I didn't realize that when I wrote it. So I'm going to change it up right here on the spot a little bit okay. to submit my work to at least uh, to at least one agent or one manager nice. this year. I um, like it. And, uh, and, and I have one, I wasn't going to talk about, it. I have one here about producing someone else's script is another uh, resolution I'm doing. It's not my, my 10 I was going to talk about, but that's okay. one of the resolutions I have on there. So you mentioned that earlier. So yes, I like it. Um, also, similarly, number three uh, for me, uh, create a list of agents and managers that I think I would be best fit for. And by the uh, so create that list by the end of February and draft a cover letter. Nice. So uh, end of January, I want to have my headshots chosen. And then by the end of February, I want to have a list of who I'm planning on submitting to. Very cool, man. Yeah. Um, my- and I might ask you to review that cover letter no absolutely and one of the things you're doing that's really great was a, a suggestion that somebody had in here was breaking down big tasks into smaller it's it's, it's, it's one that you've, of you've recommended to me over the past year and yeah. you know it's taken me a bit longer to <laughs> just figure step it out by step man yeah um my next one again this this semi relies on someone but i'm okay putting this down but by the end of the year i want to pitch a film or a tv show to a production company um doesn't have to be a big production company it doesn't have to be a feature-length film um, I just want to sit with a production company with people I don't know and pitch something to them. Uh, even if they don't buy it, it's just, at least I pitched it. Badass. Mm-hmm. I think I know of one. I know that. Well, that, that, that I didn't want to be specific. Hashtag inside joke. Hashtag inside joke. But there it is. Yes. Um, and then cur- uh, further breaking things down by March, I would like to have updated my acting reel, both have a commercial reel and a theatrical reel updated so that by this month I can start submitting for representation. Very cool, man. Uh, my next one is write a new script every one to two months. A new script? A new script every Dang. one to two months. Doesn't have, just for, it doesn't have to be great. Just I want to be writing. And mm. so that's just me pushing myself. There's a smaller goal that I have. It's a sub goal to that. But that deals with more like daily goals. But uh, that's kind of my overall writing goal. Well, I do have a writing goal uh, this year, and that is to complete a rough draft of a play that I was speaking earlier about that I've been kind of working on with Mike Tobias. I want to have a just a rough draft of that completed by the end of this year. All right, um, man. Originally, I, I wanted you. to do that for the Hollywood Fringe Festival, but, you know, there's a wedding coming up, and <laughs> I ain't got the time. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I believe in you. I think you can do it, man, and I'm excited when it gets done to read it. Yay. Um, awesome. And uh, my next one, is this the last one? Yeah. Uh, my last kind of creative one is to read one film or television script a month. Nice. So to read something that's already been produced and just read it and really take it, take it in. Uh, that's just a great way to learn. Kind of figure out how it was written. What, yeah. what was the 
reason behind and, it. And you learn so many different styles. Sure. Of people who of different screenwriters. Would Would you way. try to do? Um, I forget what the term is when you write a a spec script. A spec script. That's something down the road. This is just more for me to get an idea of how other people write, and maybe I can find things that I don't know that might help me down cool. the road. And it just it just lets you know how it just makes you better in the end. Yeah. Nice. I, I do have one more for the creative, okay. but I'm going to share that at the end because okay. I wonder if this is something that we could do together. Maybe. I mean, you're about to get married, dude. Uh, <laughs> it could still happen. Okay. Um, so what's, so for, what's your personal? So for personal, uh, to have fun through every step of planning my wedding with Anna Karen. Nice. I just really, it. I know already how stressful mm-hmm. uh, planning something this big <laughs> yeah. and this costly can be. And I know that I'm making that choice, mm-hmm. but I want to make sure that no matter what, I am having fun right. through it all. Uh, my first one, I know a lot of people do like 100 books or 75 books better than the other challenge. I, there's no way I'm going to do that because I just don't trust myself to do that. But I do have a smaller version of read at least, read or listen to at least one new book a month. Nice. Uh, it's kind of, a, I'm just settling back in. <laughs> reading uh, on a full-time schedule. I love it. Um, I want to exercise at least three times a week and focus on a healthier diet. Nice, man. Uh, something kind of goes along a little bit what you were talking about earlier. Uh, one of my goals is to learn a new skill. Uh, maybe I'll learn through Skillshare.com. Skillshare.com. <laughs> um, next one. Uh, I think this is one that most people generally have, but I really want to focus more on deepening healthier uh, or healthy relationships. And learn to let go of those bringing me down and and be kind to myself about that. Very nice. I like that. I, I am someone, I, I worry a lot and I blame myself for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And I need to let myself know that it's all right and that I hope that they are well. Absolutely. I, that's Trust yeah. me, that's something I work on a lot. Um, I'm going to go, since you said that one, I'm going to go with one that's kind of similar to that. Uh, find more opportunities for romantic and friendly gestures nice to uh my wife and my friends nice i like that i I think it's so easy to get stuck in the the commute right of like i i know this person so i don't need to just daily try to reach out to them as much but it a a little bit goes a long way um I want to meditate at least five minutes every day. Nice. I, I have uh, Headspace, the app. Uh, I bought it last year because um, they had a crazy deal, but I fell out of it, and I really want to get back into doing it Love every Headspace. day. I wish and, I could afford it. And so five minutes every day, even if you even if you don't have Headspace, just five minutes, put on Deep Focus playlist on Spotify, <laughs> <laughs> and just focus on yourself. Yeah. And so that that's what I one of my goals. Uh, my next one is try at least six new restaurants in twenty in twenty nineteen. Ooh, buddy, I can take you to some. Yeah, I I, I, just, I don't feel like I try and I go to a lot of the same stuff, and I really want to challenge myself to try some different things that maybe I haven't tried before. Let's do it. So. Um, one of the things maybe I won't be able to join you as much because I really want to focus this year on being more fiscally responsible. Nice. Um, I thought about putting it in here. I yeah, <laughs> and. And specifically, and to not allow myself to start married life in debt because of the wedding, a.k.a. learn how to do more with less. Nice. I like that. That's really cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good goal. Off off the, off the record, I celebrated the new year with Joel Ward, a mm-hmm. former guest of the show, with him and his wife. And they came up to me and Anna Karen. We're, we're good friends. And they said, like, hey, if you need anything, mm-hmm. 
like if you want me to do magic at your show, if you want help your show. with or if you want me to do magic at your wedding. I know how he's looking at this wedding. Yeah. Um, or if you want me to give you like a, a photography booth or mm-hmm. anything, ask me. Oh, that's nice. And he said, like, we've been there and we had to learn how to just ask. And I think beyond weddings, that's a big lesson to learn mm-hmm. is just to not be afraid to ask. Absolutely. Um, I think uh, my final one I actually stole from somebody else's uh, resolution that I saw in the happier in Hollywood uh, uh, fan book page or Facebook page, uh, it really stood out to me. And it's something that seemed like I know some people that do this and it, it really kind of hit me. And I was like, I would really like to try to do this. Hmm. Um, but it was to send one piece of mail to someone by surprise every month. I like that. And, and the physical, like a physical letter, like to a someone. letter that they like, used to send in the 1800s. Yes, like a pony express would bring it to your house. <laughs> Yeah, you go into, through the halls of your apartment. Yeah, but it's I, I really stood out, and I actually asked the girl. I was like, "That's a really great resolution." And she's like, "It was actually started as to remind myself to send birthday cards to people." But she's like, <laughs> "I failed, so now I'm just going to make it sending someone just a letter." Yeah, I was like, "It's so nice to get something like a physical letter of somebody just thinking about you in the mail because the, the time it takes to do that." Sure. And I, I was like, "I think it'd be really nice to do that with friends and family." Yeah, I mean, as someone who is currently sending out send save the dates and we we've only sent one batch out right. but like friends sending me a picture of like look what i got in the got mail yeah. and stuff like that's that yeah. physical mail means something it and has- a, a really good friend of the show grace gordon one that's one of her like patreon rewards is like you get a like a handwritten letter from her and i was like that's just really cool not enough people do that so it really felt like that's, i, I want to try to do that nice and so this final one that i have mine might be hand type though uh blends the creative, the professional with the personal. Mm-hmm. And it's one that I want to start this year. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I will be able to finish. I don't want to force that pressure on myself, but I invite you to join me. Mm-hmm. And that is uh, to begin uh, The Artist Way. Uh, the mm. Artist Way is a book written by Julia Cameron. And it is, uh, it's written to be a 12-week kind of step-by-step it's a program. Yeah. Uh, program into really enriching the the life of an artist mm-hmm. and and giving you tools and 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 things to just kind of inspire you and to teach you mm-hmm. along the way and motivate you and so while like as many of you can kind of sur- surmise from my uh creative goals I'm looking to get back to business yep. and this past year I was getting back to acting and so now I'm looking to do both and I feel like the a program like the artist way would be a great way to do that. Absolutely. That's really cool. And I'll definitely look into that and see if I can do that I, with you. I, it should be coming in the mail for me this later this week. So uh, I'll I'll let you look at it. Yeah, um, let me look at it. The book itself is only like 13 bucks on Amazon. Oh, is it? I think I saw it like for a lot more. Maybe it was a hard book, but Maybe. they also sell... Um, like workbooks and stuff. A, right? a workbook, which yeah. I ordered the workbook and right. that's another like $12. Right. But I think you could probably get away with like a spiral notebook. Yeah. And because I have the workbook, I yeah. can share with you. No, absolutely. Um, if any of you listeners out there have done the artist way, please let me know how you got through it. I'm yeah. gonna be beginning that uh, hopefully this month. That's awesome, man. Yeah, it's it's. I, I, as I said, as I, I went through these, I really found myself like looking at this like a lot of growth and changing, and uh, and that's how I see this podcast. And uh, I, I think you know, it's I, I want to make sure I keep you accountable of those. Um, so what I would like to do, and obviously, like I said, we have more. We have 19 total, so we'll post these on Instagram. Um, but I would like you to send me 
your list. Yeah. And I will share my list with you so that we can keep each other accountable sure for these resolutions i created a folder in my google drive like journal get it and i uploaded my 2018 (laughs) journal oh nice um and i created a new folder for 2019 and i put these resolutions in that folder okay so that i can constantly go back and check on it yeah um so uh as we're winding down here we want to leave you guys with some words of inspiration uh so to kind of get you thinking through the week and and looking forward in 2018 like I said, I feel really good about this year. I feel good for you guys. I feel really good for Michael. I know he has great things coming. <laughs> uh, I feel good that great things are coming for me and for you guys listening. Uh, so, Michael, what is your uh, hustle statement this year? Sure. This week? Um, so over the holiday break, I spent a lot of time reflecting on 2018, obviously. During the past year, there were many times where I felt like I was stuck or that I wasn't doing what I was supposed to be doing. But now at the beginning of a new year, I can look back and I can see all that of that worry and stress was self-inflicted and unnecessary. I performed in two incredible shows. I became engaged to the love of my life. And in the week following my engagement, I had the incredibly scary experience of grappling with the possibility of losing my dad. Luckily, I was able to take some time off, drive up to Northern California and help my dad overcome some big health issues. Finally, I was able to fully support myself in one of the most expensive cities in the country, and that is a big deal, guys. And through it all, I was able to sit down every other week and listen to Daniel and our guests on the show. That is paper that I'm flipping. Um, On the show, uh, give amazing insight to this path that we're all on. And now I look back on this past year with that perspective. I'm overwhelmed with gratitude and resolve to how much I can accomplish this year. Looking into 2019, I'm going to marry Anna Karen, and I'm going to do so in front of our family and our closest friends creatively. I feel so inspired to keep developing my craft and expand my skills to help lead me to new destinations. 2019 has so much to offer, and I'm ready to reach out for it. Hala! Woohoo! Woo. Um, what about you, man? I am in the same boat as Michael. Uh, At the end of 2018, I was nagged by the desire to look back at the last year. 2018 was a year of several things for me. Uh, Struggle personally and professionally. uh, New ventures, learning, questioning, doubting, and and focus. I struggled with some important questions about the career I've chosen, and with those questions came some important choices. I have been out of a full-time job for over a year now, uh, a year and a few months now, And not having a full-time paycheck with a family can be tough and was tough and stressful. But thanks to the support of my wife and great friends like Michael, we luckily somehow made it through intact. Most importantly, 2018 was a year of focus for me. I planted my feet, set a plan, and made the choice to grow, to advance, to not just sit and binge Netflix, but to use the free time I had to work on me and my goals. I read more books, I learned more about social media marketing, writing, and myself. I took the time I had to really grow as a person and as a creative. I truly developed a thirst for knowledge and to learn more things, and as you can tell from my resolutions, I'm looking to do more of that in 2019. I'm hoping that my word for 2019 continues to be growth. Growth as a writer, as a creative, as a husband, as a father, and as a friend. My hope for all of you listening is that you can find your focus, find your word for 2019, and be willing to grow, maybe even learn a new skill while developing current ones. I want you to truly discover the big goal you want to achieve the most this year. 
and just go for it. I love it. I love Absolutely, it. And th- there's so much to be excited about for this year. And I would be interested as a listener, if you want to write a hustle support statement for 2019, yeah. share it with us. Absolutely. You can email us podcast at gmail.com. If, and if you'd like for us to share it on air, we can go ahead and do that. And if you have any resolutions that you've set out, let us know. We'd love to hear them. We'll share them. We'll talk about them. Yeah. Uh, uh, and and we, we want to hear what you guys are looking forward to in 2019 do you have a wedding are you getting married or do you have a baby coming do, do you need you, an officiant do you need an officiant i'm available like what in the city you, of los angeles in the, oh, i'll fly if you pay for it yeah um but you know what do you have coming up that you're excited about this year and and one of the things i'm excited about is next year is our next week is our first actual full episode of 2019 yes and it is not an interview episode no and uh it it, it is an incredible experience because uh, longtime listeners of this show uh, may recall one of the films that Daniel and I really bond over and was one of the first movies when like, you know, you're meeting people and you're like, hey, so what's your favorite what movie? What do you like? Oh, and, that's, like, a, we that's both, a stupid movie. Get out of my face. We both <laughs> found out we both love this movie. Like we flipped out. Yeah. Because it is, I think, one of the most underrated movies Completely. of the 1990s. And it is the film Unbreakable by M. Night so Shyamalan. Um, now, uh, many listeners may also recall in 2016 uh, was a film, a small film called Split, also directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, we had a guest, Izzy Coffee, one of our first guests here on the show, uh, within the first 20 episodes easily. She was a child actress in that movie. Go back and check it out. Um, but little did we know that it was connected to Unbreakable. And man, did we freak out. We flipped we out. freaked out i was so excited and and so now the reason why we're releasing this as our first f- uh, official episode of mm-hmm. 2019 is that the final part of the 100 177 east rail trilogy is coming mm-hmm. out called mr glass. glass and so we sat down and did a commentary to the movie unbreakable we mm-hmm. we talk about how it's impacted us we talk about how it still holds up uh, about the styles of like back in the 90s, uh, uh, Bruce Willis and Samuel Jackson and how it really fools you into certain things as you watch it and and the comic book kind of style to it. Um, and it was so much fun just sitting and finally watching it with Michael and just talking about it. Uh, and it just felt right that it's a premiere for us this year uh, as we continue on this journey um, with the show. And, you know, even though Mr. Glass is the quote unquote antagonist of this, this trilogy, I guess you could say, um, I, I kind of paraphrased him in my hustle support statement, uh, <laughs> in that in, in the movie unbreakable, he says, I now know why it is that you feel sad. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. And I think we can all kind of take a, a tip of the hat to that um, and, and how important it is to find your purpose. I want to ask you real quick, just real yes. quick idea. What's something you hope to see in glass in glass? Uh, I want, I, I hope to see the original tone of unbreakable mm. blend with split. I, I really would hate for it to have a tone similar to justice league yeah. where it's this like, Oh look, they're all together, but there's no focus on character and more on like, Ooh, isn't this a cool shot of them all together? Like, I really am looking forward to seeing Bruce Willis and Samuel L. Jackson back, and and for it to feel like David Dunn and Elijah Price, right, finally reuniting and meeting again. Right. I'm really excited. I think I'm excited that I feel like it's going to be like a third act. Yes. And I feel like it's going to be the climax of this, where 
it's really the head to head. And I'm really excited just to see the acting. Like, I think that's one of the things I really loved about Split. First of all, James McAvoy. Incredible. And I, I'm excited Powerhouse. to see him. I'm excited to see him in this again <clears throat> as that character. Uh, especially I know I think he does more more personalities. Um, but just to see them back in the role and see how they alter the role with age and with where they've ev- the characters evolved over the years mm-hmm. and how they just it's just how it's put together. And again, like you said, the comic book aspect of it. Yeah. We even talk about in the commentary how in sh- there's shots in the trailer that are very comic book style shots. Yeah. And I will say um, I am also what I'm looking forward to the most is could this be the best trilogy for a superhero film. Mm. Um, I don't think there has really been one yet. Uh, Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy, while incredible, I would say there is some falterings to that. Um, And then you could look at all the Marvel movies, and I don't know if you could pick out a trilogy. Like, Mm. I guess from the individual characters, I would say that there is no uh, grand, perfect uh, trilogy. And so I wonder, with Glass, could we get that? Yeah, I'm I'm curious to do it. And like I said, uh, we want to kind of go back to the uh, 19, uh, 2000, and, 2000, I think, uh, is what we, or 2002, maybe. I think it was early 2000s. You'll, you'll find out in the, in in the, the commentary. In the we commentary. But we're going to go back to the early 2000s and listen to the original trailer for Unbreak. You're in the emergency room of the Philadelphia City Hospital. I'm gonna ask you some questions. Where were you sitting on the train? Against the window. In the passenger car? Yes. You're certain you were in the passenger car? the other passengers your train derailed took a curve too fast a second train collided with yours after it derailed the debris spread over one mile why are you looking at me like that there are two reasons why I'm looking at you like this One, because it seems you are the only survivor of this train wreck. And two, you don't have a scratch on you. I know what's going through your mind right now. You're searching for meaning in all of this. No one thing. 131 people died so you could finally understand the destiny for which you were born. Are you ready for the truth? Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Ooh. So there we go. I'm uh, really excited uh, to revisit this with you guys. That uh, scene that it, it has at the beginning is just a great scene in well, general. It, it, it already alludes to Shyamalan's focus on framing it as a comic book film. Um, But at the same time, you can also see that the studio is really confused 
because no, Sixth no. Sense came out and it was a hit. I don't think they were confused. They just knew what Sixth Sense was and they wanted to get people back because well, this was before. And this was also before superhero movies were popular. Yeah. Um, it had been a, like a few years since Tim Burton's Batman series. Yeah. And, you know, they they couldn't trust that being a good angle. No. So uh, they push it as if it's like a sixth sense. Yeah, it's like a story. horror filmish style trailer, which is really interesting. But like you said, horror film or uh, uh superhero things as a genre wasn't really a thing at the time. Yeah. So, so uh let us know guys what your resolutions are for 2019. Please. Uh please let us know uh, if again, if you want to create a hustle support statement that will inspire you and hopefully in- inspire the hustle tribe, the League of Hustle. League of hustle. Um, please email that over to us at hollywoodhustlepodcast at gmail.com. Right. You can also check out our individual um New Year's resolutions on mm-hmm. our socials. Dan, you want to give that? I uh, yes. Our Instagram is Hollywood Hustle Podcast. Our Twitter is at LA Hustlecast. We are also on Facebook. Uh, Michael, what is your personal Instagram and Twitter? I am at Michael Lutheran and on am, Twitter and Instagram. I am at Daniel Tuttle T U T T E L. Get the word out there, guys. Let's grow this year. Let's make this a movement, an I am the hustle movement, yeah. a League of Hustle movement. Let's show the world what creatives can be and what we can do. Yeah. Season three is here. It is here. It has started. And it will be unbreakable. Unbreakable. And at the beginning of February, we are planning on doing a Kickstarter. Yes. uh, Everyone. So you can support the show. We have some great rewards planned uh, for people that give. Uh, We are uh, pretty much out of money for the show from our bank account, our our show bank account. Our uh, website expires at the end of March. Uh, and so we need to make money to pay for the domain name and to keep our website open, to keep the podcast going, to keep the episodes available, available. Yeah, absolutely. And to keep new episodes being able to put up. Uh, we also have some other things we want to use the money for to, again, to grow the show this year. Yeah. So, and we'll be out. explaining all that more in the coming absolutely. episodes, but until then, we'll guys, have a whole side hustle 2.0 about it. Probably. <laughs> exactly. But until then guys, uh, get ready for the new year. And as always keep, keep up, up the hustle. hustle. Hollywood Hustle Podcast is brought to you by Team Hustle. Daniel Tuttle is our executive producer. Michael Lutheran edited this episode, and our website was designed by Mike Tobias. You can get more information at www.hollywoodhustlepodcast.com.